coming to you live from yet another season recap. That's right. We went through not one, not two, but ten episodes of a season, and we covered it. But now we're covering all ten seasons all at once here on Interdimensional RSS, the Unofficial Rick Morty Podcast. I know I said ten seasons at once. I know I messed that up. That's what I get for not writing it down ahead of time. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. I'm Brandon. Welcome to Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast, where we cover not one, not two, but all 10 seasons of Rick and Morty. Uh, and it's live to tape, so you know you never know what could happen. I can't believe you guys haven't watched all 10 seasons yet. <laughs> Everybody's always so hung up about like when season four coming out, when am I going to see season four? But guys, season seven is really where the show starts to pick up. Yeah. And I mean, if you're new to this podcast, obviously... Uh, maybe you're not familiar with season seven, but we'll, we'll get there. We'll the, get you. The whole, Welcome. The whole, Welcome the whole the subplot with, with Jerry's beet farm really <laughs> kind of, by the way, I watched, uh, I finished watching Sopranos and there's a, there's a part in season eight, episode two, I think where the episode just, just go cuts to black. And like, that's a, that's a Sopranos reference right there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, well, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're watching us live on Twitch, if you want to uh, talk to us and communicate uh, with the show, there are many ways that you can do that. You can hit us up on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. You can head to our subreddit, Rick and Morty Podcast.reddit.com, or the official Rick and Morty Reddit, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty.reddit.com, the official Rick and Morty subreddit. Whoo! I'm going to need to take a drink. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram at Rick and Morty Podcast, Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast, or send us an email at Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can support this show financially over on Patreon at patreon.com slash Rick and Morty Pod. What's the website, Brandon? Oh, yeah. Uh, because why don't I just put that on there right now? The website. Yeah, you should type that in the show notes because <laughs> that's the one I don't read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the website that you can go to if you want to tell your friend or family or a significant other, if you don't consider them family, you can go to our website, <laughs> www.rickandmortypod.com. Yeah, that's, that's the website where you don't have to do all that other apathetic enthusiasm stuff. <laughs> yeah, completely uh, avoid apathetic enthusiasm and submit it for your approval at Twilight Zone Puck. This, uh, we're, so if, if, you're, if you're new, uh, we have gone through all of season one, two, and three uh, we just wrapped up uh, going episode by episode through season two. And like now we're in that that polar vortex of of not knowing what to do. And then you're like, hey, we didn't do a season two recap. So uh, looking forward to that. That <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, you're like, we did that for season one. It's one more. It's one more episode that we can we can do off of uh, show content. <laughs> that's that, yeah, that's that's right. I mean. When we came up with a plan after season three to spread the the wealth, so to speak, we we like came out with this whole schedule. We're like, oh, have some interviews here and there, and cover season one, cover season two, and have season one recap. And so it's only right that you know it's not that I want to do a season two recap, but it's tradition at this point. It's tradition. Yeah, we've done we, one, and we can't we can't break from tradition, Brandon. That's right. It's uh, we're very, we're very strong on that point. Uh, and, and so in keeping with tradition, like we do in every episode, we start out with semi-pertinent news. It's semi-pertinent news. It's semi-pertinent news. It's semi-pertinent news. Uh, you know what? You know what I love about doing these live on Twitch, Brandon, is now... <laughs> Everyone gets to see the process for for the I, uh, you know improvised <laughs> audio that that you produce week in and week out. For this I, I know, and and the the like the the handful of times I've actually we've actually done it live. I've I've been subdued because I know that my <laughs> my dumb face. <laughs> you know that your your people might see you doing it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll, we'll we'll get used to this, just like every other thing that as we've grown as a podcast, and then you'll start really, you know, cutting loose for season five when we start doing season five episodes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, all right, first up in semi-pertinent news is uh, mostly pertinent to us in this podcast and the podcast that we create. Uh, and that is the Road Podcast Contest, 
which has, I think, an official name, an official contest name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just didn't type it <laughs> in. I think it's the My Roadcast it is. Is, is, is what the uh, contest is called. You nailed it. Yeah, it's it's My Roadcast. And Roadcast. Roadcast. I, I had a margarita. I had a margarita. Get out of here, Brad. <laughs> but I'm drinking water now. Um, no, My Roadcast. And uh, we we got a tip about this uh, from from a listener, Jesse Permenter. Who who said, hey, I think you guys would would like to know about this and uh, give it give it a shot. And so I hit up Travis that that night and I said, what are you doing? Let's we're making a two minute podcast. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just sitting on the couch wishing it wasn't so cold outside. And I, and I said that I said it to Travis right away. And then I proceeded to not spend any time on it. <laughs> And I, I, can... I, I, I do feel like you sent me something like in the middle of the day, like I think we were both at work or something. You're like, hey, there's this thing. And I was like, oh, OK, yeah, OK, that's that's a thing. Cool. And I, I went back to working or whatever. And then like, I don't know if like the conditions were just perfect or what, but when you sent it to me last week, like I was just like, drop everything, stop the presses. Let's make a completely new podcast that yeah. because, and I, th I think the reason was, so this, this contest, uh, if, you, if you're familiar with microphones, road is a, a microphone company and they, they are, they are hosting this uh, contest where, uh, podcasters can create a podcast that's one to two minutes long. And then they are going to play them, host them on their site. And you can win a bunch of great podcasting gear if your podcast is selected, but it's that, that two minute maximum time that really sparked the interest for me, Brandon, where I was just like, <laughs> this is a creative challenge making it, you know, obviously this podcast has already tripled that time and then some, uh, <laughs> yeah. so like yeah. at, at, the idea of trying to make a full podcast in that amount of time was really interesting to me and doing something completely different, not, not, apathetic enthusiasm not as far away not not this podcast but something completely uh you know just original I, I i i was all in i was like let's start we're workshopping ideas we have ideas for like eight other podcasts now if we want to um it, it's so yeah and then and then we started just going through our process i mean we've we've made so many podcasts now brandon so, so, it sort so of many. just fell we, into place it was and we we did so we uh not to to belabor the point much longer but we did it in just uh, just a couple hours we we threw this together uh which which doesn't seem like much but you know there there's there is a lot to think about when you're I, like I to clocked it and from the time you said let's do this to the time I was finishing up the graphics and we had already recorded the episode you were finishing editing it was almost exactly 2 hours it was just maybe a few minutes oh over. shoot all right. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said six. I meant two. We're trying to stay under that two. Definitely two. That's that two hours. That two threshold. Uh, anyway, so so here it is. We came up with the idea uh, for a true crime podcast, and since it's so short, uh, I, I don't even, I don't remember why we we came. Oh, we we actually this is how it's semi pertinent to Rick and Morty uh, because there was a point where we said, oh, like a quick mysteries. Yeah, let's just do quick mysteries. And they're like, maybe that's too on the nose. That's <laughs> yeah, too, too on the nose. Uh, but we we thought like, oh, uh, what about like nursery rhymes? And then we, we were like, I, I I was like, what about nursery crimes? <laughs> and then we Googled it and we were shocked to see that there is literally no podcast out there called nursery crimes. And that it was it was sealed from it, there. It was that that. That sealed it. So uh, what we are going to do for you now is uh, give you, I, it's not a preview. We're going to play the whole thing for you. The whole episode. Uh, just because we're so darn proud of it. And it's only two minutes long. Uh, and frankly, uh, everything is content at this point until season <laughs> season four starts. So uh, let's. we're going to play this for you now. If you love it, uh, please head out to the link in the show notes and go vote uh, for nursery crimes for this contest. Uh, if you hate it, you know, maybe still go vote. Um, yeah, vote. you know, just like you know, uh, hate vote it or whatever you want to do. But anyway, <laughs> here you go. This is uh, the official premiere of of nursery crimes. There will be no more interruptions. The sun is set on another day, and it's time to settle in for another nursery crimes. 
I'm your host, Brandon Cruz, and tonight we bring you a tale of jilted lovers, hydration, and murder. On a cool autumn morning in 1778, Jack and Jill set out up a hill. What Jack couldn't have known, but soon found out, was that this trip to the well would soon be his last. You see, not only was Jill carrying a pail, but she also carried the burden of knowing the truth of Jack's unfaithfulness. Jack never came back down that hill. At least, not alive. Find out what happens next, after the break. Tired of your old, dirty mattress? Why not try out Me Mattress, the subscription service that ships you a soft, luxurious memory foam mattress every month. Use the offer code NURSERYCRIMES and get a free crib mattress on your first month. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nursery Crimes. After Jack's disappearance, investigators eventually turned their attention to Jill. After her arrest, it looked like Jill's attorneys had an ace up their sleeve. But the prosecution won with a pair of Jacks. You see, little Jack Horner was hidden around the corner and saw the whole torrid thing. Let's hear an excerpt of his testimony. She hit him with the pail! After jury deliberations, Jill was found guilty and sentenced to death by tumbling. It looked surprisingly fun, the onlookers said. We now leave you with an updated version of the classic rhyme. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack knelt down, Jill broke his crown, and buried Jack thereafter. And with that, thank you for listening. I'm Brandon Cruz, and join us next time for Nursery Crimes. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nursery Crimes Pod. <laughs> Ah, there it is. Our, Which by, our by, entry. By, by the way, the, the, there, is a, there is a real Twitter for it now, uh, followed by our <laughs> yes, podcasts. Yes. So head out, yes. search for Nursery <laughs> Crimes Pod. If there's, if there's one thing you don't love, uh, it, it, like if you love making podcasts, the, the, the one thing you might love more is making uh, random Twitter accounts uh, for those uh, one-shot podcasts. Uh, but yeah, ho- hopefully you enjoyed that. Um, I know it's not super Rick and Morty related, but it is semi-pertinent to the stuff that we're doing. So uh, please go check it out. Head over head over to that link if you love it. And uh, thank you for listening to that. Uh, and another big thanks to Jesse for uh, tipping us off to this, uh, this contest. And uh, yeah, so go check that out. Uh, also, this month, uh, Morty's of the month. What is what is going on with that, Brandon? All right. So uh, on our last episode, we talked. We we were hawking old survivalist Morty, and uh, just we just want to give a shout out to the 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 winners that we chose at Ghostfink on Twitter, our old friend old Chase Tough Luck Kid over on Instagram, and Maddie on Facebook. Congratulations. Hope you guys get well and gals, guys and gals, uh, yeah, get all guy guys. and gals get uh your morty soon and send us a picture uh but that's not that's not all that's not all with nope. the whole symbiote studios morty stuff uh so because this is the 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 season two recap we'll say it's because it's a season two recap travis just between yeah. us yeah that's that's what i'm saying yeah uh because it's a season two <laughs> recap we want to do something special for you. So here's what we did. We uh, are still partnering with Symbiote Studios, but this time we're about to give to a few lucky folks five random Morty of the Months. So... Yeah, that's right. So... So here, here's the deal. We're, we're going to do our standard... Uh, we're going we're gonna to spread the wealth a little bit. Still again, and uh, later on in the show, uh, just go ahead and, and keep an eye out for when I remember to get the trivia cards out. <laughs> and, uh, um, oh, yeah, actually, that's how I wanted, to, I wanted to do that. Travis, while I am looking something up, why don't you tell us more about those Mortys of the Month? Uh, all right, so here, here's the deal, everybody. We, uh, there's a whole bunch of Mortys to give away this month, and you are not... Uh, entering for a specific Morty of the Month, but instead you will be entering for five random uh, Mortys, but you will be getting uh, all five of them. So uh, head over to social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, things like that. Uh, Look for the pin posts and things like that to enter, and then we'll also have a couple of additional options for winning uh, but yeah, so if you, if you are collecting these, 
Symbiote Studios Pocket Mortys. Uh, you already know the quality is, is, is awesome on them, but if you haven't collected a lot of them, then this is a great way to kickstart that collection. Uh, this is what I wanted to look up, and turns out I wrote it right in the show notes in front of my face. So <laughs> I, was, I was like, you mean this, this thing right here? Shut, the, shut up, man. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, we, we gave the trivia question out last week. The answer was Nancy, and the first person who hit, me up on, hit us up on that was at Philip Marks. 87 who got the trivia so i just want to say uh if you're listening philip if and if you respond to the message i eventually send you on twitter uh you are the first of the five winners so congratulations uh to you and everyone let's give them a round of applause i'm all pause for applause okay uh and i'm gonna put out another trivia question out here for you all right so Are are you gonna do it right now oh i'm gonna do it right now travis i don't want you to answer uh, I don't want you, I don't want you to answer it all, but I'm gonna do it right now. Uh, and this this is a fairly easy one. If you listen to our interview with the Rickmobile folks, uh, but what did Rick call a fallback plan with multiple younger clones of himself? Mm. Oh, tra- mm. Travis, you should know this one. You interviewed him. Yeah, I interviewed yeah, I him have. too. I. I, I <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. For our <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, all right. So, so uh, head over to Twitter, uh, answer that trivia question for us, and have a chance to win uh, some Mortys. All right. Uh, last little segment here for uh, semi-pertinent news. It's the Dan Harmon social media minute. Dan Harmon. <laughs> Dan, Dan Harmon social media minute. I don't like introducing my own song. But I did it anyway. I, I was I was gonna introduce social it. media. It's okay. It's I was, fine. I was going. I don't to. blame you, Brandon. Uh, all right. Uh, so as you all know, or you don't, whatever. Uh, Dan Harmon doesn't use Twitter anymore. He's pretty much only on Instagram. But he has been on a tear lately. Uh, just do, performing a lot of uh, improvised songs and 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 constantly creating content. Uh, there's there's a great video of him adjusting the seat in his tesla uh huge huge fan of that one but uh the uh post that i want to highlight this week is something i'm calling the fish father uh and it is a post when dan Harmon was visiting a finance financial management firm uh where there is a picture of the godfather and dan Harmon is doing his impression of the godfather and then there's a fish in a fish tank that looks a lot like the Godfather. <laughs> and he is doing uh, voices for the fish. Like, oh, you come to me this day uh, on the day of my feeding here in the fish tank. Uh, yeah, I, I, you want me to do you a favor? Um, one of the things I love about this post is that uh, his assistant, Steve Levy, uh, apparently says to the financial manager, always creating this guy. Uh, but... <laughs> There's a, he said he says that you could just taste the pity dripping from every word. Uh, so you know, I uh, sometimes Dan Harmon is a giant child, uh, but aren't we all? Aren't aren't we all? Uh, are we all? Great post. Head out to Instagram and check it out. <laughs> uh, there there's one last bit of uh, semi pertinent news. I didn't put it in there, but I'm saying it now, and that is uh, Justin Roiland posted something on Instagram. It looked like he was behind a recording booth doing voices, and he said season mm-hmm. four maybe. Dot, 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 maybe. Uh, very quick, semi-pertinent news. Or may I, actually, I'm, that might be pertinent. That's like the most pertinent news we covered in this section. All so, right. Well, so, so we'll make a subsection. <laughs> so <laughs> Actually Extremely pertinent. pertinent. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. That's it for that segment. Now it is time to move on to the reason you're all here. It's the main thing. It's the main thing, baby. You got the main thing, baby, in your tights. You got the main thing, baby. You got it tonight. You got the main thing. You got your titties flopping. <laughs> <don't> okay. <laughs> and it did not take long for you to get comfortable <laughs> with the stream, Brandon. And I just want you to know, I just want you to know. That uh, when I say titties, it's it's a it's a unisexual thing because men and women yeah. both have titties. Yeah, 
Obviously. So uh, I, I, you know, I was, you know, I was thinking about <laughs> when you said that is that you and Dan Harmon have a tendency to make very interesting songs on a whim. Uh, you know, you guys are similar in that way. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I will yeah. never, I will never ever claim to be as... always creating this guy. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I, 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 I mean that. No, I know. I know. All right. Well, that's the end of the podcast, everybody. No, uh, it is time to talk about season two at large. Uh, and one of the first things that we wanted to cover in our season two recap is uh, a few themes, a few uh, overarching themes that, that were uh, apparent throughout season two. And the, the first one that you have queued up in here is nihilism in full swing. Uh, what was your sort of inspiration for for throwing that out there, Brandon? Well, you know, we we, we look back at at season one, right? And we we're kind of we wrote in the season one recap that really you're just we're establishing all the relationships between all these characters, and and I wanted to just kind of take that and then look at well, where are they? Where are they now? What what is the theme we can really derive from season two, and um this is where we really see the the whole nihilism aspect of the show really come to the forefront uh to me right like everyone loves season one of course lots of people discovered the show during season two and this whole um uh, i want to say fascination that's not the word um uh, the obsession with with Rick and and how like how carefree he is and he just does what he wants um is is even more apparent i think throughout the the, the season right but i think this this season really goes beyond the the Rick that is personified in season 1 where he's just kind of uh more so fun loving and will do whatever he wants and is just too smart to care about your petty problems and in season two, you really start to kind of peel back the layers of Rick a little bit and, and get to see what, what kind of makes Rick tick, what, what makes him sad, what makes him frustrated. And we get to see a little bit more about his personal relationships, his, his, his relationships now with his family, as well as relationships in the past with like unity or uh, even uh, in in the the season premiere, when he is floating out in the Schrodinger's void, <laughs> and he's just like accepting the fact that he is gonna die in this nothingness, right up to the point when when he doesn't. But he there there's this this sense of you know eventually he's gonna die or eventually something's gonna go wrong, uh, all all the way leading up to the the end of of the season when he turns himself in and is like all right well uh this is this is sort of what i get for the lifestyle i've chosen and i'm in here for everything so yeah there's just this this underlying sense of even though he's for the most part seeming like he's having a good time there's this this dread and and doom and gloom that's sort of subverting all of it yeah, I, I, I can, I can see that, right? Like, I don't know, I don't know if it's a, I'm, we're not, we can't speak to philosophy and, and like these really deep philosophical issues because we're not. This isn't that podcast. We don't major in in that that stuff. <laughs> uh, but I, I'd almost, you know, you could look at it to put on my pretentious hat for a second to say it's a, it's a deep look at, you know, the effects of of nihilism on an individual to say like yeah. what it what is really living without uh uh you know i don't say, say care but just like it's what the what happens what happens uh you know i'm not affecting it as a, as a human type thing yeah yeah like it, su- suicide attempt autoerotic assimilation so on and so forth so um you you wrote here uh jerry and beth's marriage which thematically <laughs> yeah which i mean we they spent a lot of time in season one dealing with with jerry and beth's marriage i think season two takes that 
to a another level where it really becomes the central topic for certain episodes. You have them going to see uh, a inter- intergalactic marriage counselor. You uh, deal with some of their relationship aspects when they're um, total. T- what is it? Total recall. Total recall. Uh, or, or, or no, no. What's, with, with what's Sleepy the Gary? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, that that brings up a whole other list of issues. <laughs> Uh, but, um, the international cable part two, oh, yeah, yeah, where, yeah. where he's like trying to justify keeping his manhood and she's like, cool, let's turn it in for the updated model. Uh, there's, there's, there's all sorts of different things. And in, even in, in wedding squanchers, uh, Beth has really just gotten sick of Jerry, not having a job, not, not seeming to contribute as much. Uh, and it really is almost a full season of setup for in the season three premiere where they where they get divorced and 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 it it makes that it makes that choice seem justified i guess or or at least at least adds a rationale to it so it's not just a sudden like plot twist oh all of a sudden they're going to get divorced we see that they've had a a track record of problems and 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 then that really that going through that divorce becomes uh, another central theme in season three. So again, uh, keeping that sort of apparent and 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 showing <laughs> that <laughs> apparent. Uh, you mean yeah? So, so par- that's another a pair of parents. <laughs> um, I I don't have too much to add to that. I mean, it's it's true and it's accurate. Um, everything you said, I agree with wholeheartedly. It leads good. It leads directly into that. Doesn't sound like a cop out at all, Brendan. <laughs> I mean, it, it goes goes into season three just just fine. In that last episode, um, I, I don't, I don't know if that the last episode, wedding squanders, necessarily sets up the uh, divorce perfectly, um, b- because they they get pissed off at, at Jerry when he's suggesting that they they turn him in. Um, yeah, no, it's you're right, you're right. Um. Yeah, I mean they 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 get they get pissed off with him, but he still they get to Earth and then he's like, "Hey, I got a job." Uh, uh, you know, it's like, "Oh, well, it's Jerry. Jerry's being Jerry." You know, he's he definitely and he's Jerry throughout most most of this episode. <laughs> uh, uh, the the oh, thir- the thir- uh, oh god. No. I was just gonna say, uh, we we talked a little bit about Rick opening up in this season. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of areas where I think Rick is more open to uh, experiences with the family. He he really shows uh, in the wedding squanchers that I think maybe he's willing to turn a corner with that. And uh, his his toast talks about being open to new experiences and loving his family and things like that. And it's something that he he really wasn't open to doing earlier in the series, and so I think I think the the different touch points throughout the season, the the suicide attempt, and with 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 Unity, and 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 realizing that that relationship doesn't fulfill him in in a, in a healthy way, and and also going through like the the episode with uh, where when he's Tiny Rick and trying to do something different than than who he is to try and connect with his grandkids but realizing that that's not true true to who he actually is he actually is an old person and so he needs to <laughs> he needs to accept that um i think a lot of those things show growth in the character of rick uh which he ultimately rebels from a little bit more uh in future episodes yeah uh that, that reminds me of a conversation i had at work today uh because i have a rick and morty wallet and it was just sitting on my desk and my, my boss came up, came up to me and he said, he's like smiling, little, little shitty and grit on his face. He's like, did your, uh, did your wife buy you that wallet? <laughs> I was like, no, I, I, I bought it. I bought that wallet myself. He's like, Hey, gotta stay young. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. You're lucky. You're my I'm boss. Sorry I don't have a, I'm sorry. I don't have a plain brown 
uh, suede uh, leather wallet. He has uh, he has bitchin' shoes. Let me just tell you, like if he <laughs> dies, the first thing I'm gonna do is steal his shoes. They're really great. Uh, so I want to I want to switch over to characters. <laughs> I'm just picturing you stealing the shoes off a dead man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, give me them shoes. Um, so let we'll just uh, we'll we'll rush. I won't I won't say we rush, but we will go through the characters just a little bit to see where they are compared to season one. Uh, before season three, um, we did this for season the season one recap, which is why I pulled it back, Travis. <laughs> and uh, so we'll start with Beth, so we'll start with Beth. Um, the how how do you think how do you think she progressed uh, this season? I I think there is I don't know Beth for me feels very sort of even and level throughout uh most of the first two seasons really uh she she doesn't seem to be uh I don't know like just brought down by Jerry as much like she she is annoyed by him she she deals with him uh, but she's, she's not like, I don't know. She doesn't, she doesn't have the biggest change to me. Uh, but I think there's, there's a point where she's really like still trying there, there, there are indications where she's really trying to make certain relationships work. She's trying to force them to work. One of those relationships obviously being with her dad and trying to keep Rick in the house. Um, yeah, like and 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 I think maybe that that starts to create an indicator where she's more focused on making sure Rick stays around than caring whether or not Jerry stays around. Yeah, I I I I got gotcha. you. Uh I I think of um the the two moments I think of season 1 and then season 2. The the first moment from season 1 is when She's uh she's making them flapjacks, right? Little little, little saucers, right? Um, and, and trying and being like just happy that uh that's what she's doing for him. Like she's kind of that's a, a daughter father relationship. And then in season two, when she yells, well, when she's talking to bird person, for instance, uh, in wedding squad, like talking to a wall, yeah. <laughs> where. Uh, she's maybe in a, I, I I don't know. You, you could probably correct me on this, um, because my my mind is cloudy. But like the first time that she actually elaborates on her feeling abandoned, more so in in wedding squad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, she is definitely more open about that. Uh, by the end of season two, and then and then most of season three deals with her sort of sorting through all of those issues uh, by herself, really. So it, it, I, I think she is at the end of season two in a very vulnerable position uh, to sort of be experiencing some of those issues. Uh, what about, what about Jerry? What do you, do you feel any differently about Jerry at the end of season two than you did at the end of the first season? Uh, uh, I, I do. I mean, I, I, I put this, I put this down in my favorite bits, right? But <laughs> I rewatching rewatching this this the season with you this time around and and catching more of like the this the the subtle Jerryisms and maybe even blatant Jerryisms. Like I mean he's a pretty, he's pretty uh, that character is is pretty funny. And not not just because <laughs> he's he's a he's an idiot. He's I've said this before, you've said this. He would be in any other show. He would be the 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 star. He would be the the comedian. He'd be the comedy star, right? Yeah. Like he would it's be Chris Parnell. He's he would be the, crushing it. He would be the fat guy with a beautiful wife uh, on a, on a sitcom, right? He'd be the Homer okay. Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know the one who 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 has no right to be confident because they're they're so bumbling, <laughs> but but they yeah. are right. And we just have Rick to pull us out of that, to to always keep us feeling a little bit, keep us feeling better than Jerry because we side with Rick all the time. Yeah, I I think I think a lot of shows successfully can pull off the lovable idiot, where he's he's not, he's he's sort of 
hopeless and and hapless and 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 we we still love him for that because because he loves his family or whatever but this this show tends to go just push it a little bit further than that and really emphasize how pathetic he can be by by putting the people around Jerry like they the show uses those people to call out that the fact that he is helpless so instead of instead of Jerry coming in and being like hey playing on your phone summer laugh track. like <laughs> <laughs> Summer immediately comes back with like, you're holding me verbally hostage, right? How, how am I supposed to answer this question? Is this really a conversation dead? Uh, and, and it goes so far as to, you know, have, have the show, have a Jerry Burry and, and, and have Jerry like have all of the highlighted ways that he is the everyman or, or nothing exceptional uh, and that he can be content in that environment. Um, yeah, it's, it shows that he, he's not anybody's hero, but he's, he's also not necessarily a bad guy either. Yeah. 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 Uh, and going back to wedding squatchers, like you want me to get a job? (laughs) You don't want me to network at a wedding? Like I'm getting mixed signals. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now before we move on to the, the big guns, Morty and, and Rick, uh, the titular characters. <laughs> I said the tit word again. Um, let's go into summer. The summer. Uh, we we left season one. We both kind of agreed that summer was just there. She was in the, in the background. Do you think that changed at all in season two? I I hate to say it, but I I summer is featured more in season two. I think, but she still doesn't get. Uh, as much attention as I think she deserves, and uh, obviously there is the 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 B plot in the Ricks Must Be Crazy, where keep summer safe, and it's all about summer in the the spaceship, and and I think that that's that was a moment where we really get to to really focus on summer. But what I don't like about that episode is I don't think it highlights the the summer that that summer is sort of growing into in season three where she is far more independent and capable of, of being a companion to Rick or a, uh, she, she is the one that, that shoots the, the care package for the mech suits out to, uh, Rick and Morty in the, the purge episode. So, um, you know, like she's, she has some more opportunities to kind of show off and show that what, what she's capable of, uh, which I think is good. Uh, but I, I, I still don't think she's in true form like she is later on in the series. Yeah, I have to think uh, in the in the middle of season, like after season two aired and before season three, I think that's when they came out with uh, Little Poopy Superstar, which featured her and Mr. Poopy Butthole prominently. Um, mm-hmm. and And so in a way, the comics did more for her development uh then then the show did right well yeah and then like you get right into like the second episode of season three and they're in that like mad max environment Uh, and she's like totally rebelling against everything and so she's she's way more like oh let's go on another adventure let's do it i was born ready and you know she's she's a lot more tough she's not she's not she's not a she's not a cartoon the teenage daughter stereotype she's right. act, she's actually uh being fleshed out a little bit and, and by the time you get to morty's mindbenders she's like already t- tuned in to some of rick's schemes and she's like oh oh this is the this is the you know plan for if this goes wrong versus if this yeah. goes wrong yeah, yeah. and stuff so and like so you, you're at that point you already sense her and rick have a relationship where she's trusted to do certain things that Rick doesn't even attempt to get Morty in on. Uh, okay, and, and speaking of Morty, that leads us into Morty. Morty. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I mean, I'll start. I'll start with Morty. I mean, the the this season is basically him uh, growing growing up. 
like if 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 a theme could if i can go back to the theme thing for a second like growing up a little bit and 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 figure out your place in the world season one uh when when he's being used as a as a <laughs> in the the giant dome of morty's in the one true morty uh and he's being used uh compared to season two where he's like he's he's saying things more competently even though maybe he's he's getting things wrong right um like not everything not everything has to be a sci-fi uh funny sci-fi word uh that rick says to him before he talks about the microverse or miniverse um you know even, even though he even though he is getting things wrong he's like picking up things and he's he's more comfortable in his skin of of who he is even though he's still you know a teenage boy awkward teenage boy that's what i think yeah i i there there's there's a lot there's a lot of examples in season two of morty standing up to rick i think a little bit more than we saw in in season one you rickety Um, bastard (laughs) uh obviously in um the episode with fart uh like the the whole episode is about morty trying to step into his own and do his own thing and 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 not just do what rick would would want to do but he takes he takes uh he takes the wheel literally uh, uh and and goes to try and rescue this this uh this fart uh which <laughs> ends up not going well at all but there there are a lot of situations i think yeah look who's purging now is also uh a point where we see Morty no longer willing to just go with the flow of whatever Rick wants to do, but really uh, sort of take, take charge a little bit more. And um, yeah, I, I think growing up is definitely something to where it it makes sense again in, in season three, episode one, when he's like willing to shoot Rick for, for the <laughs> stuff that that's, that he's, he's doing. Um, he's, he's really tired of, um, some of Rick's shenanigans and, and, and like that, 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 that season finale episode when, when he, when he can read that Rick is about to leave. Like, I think that shows a lot of maturity where he, he knows, and it's not even like he's upset about it himself. He's more upset about how it's going to affect his mom and, and the rest of the family. Um, he's like, I, I can take it, Rick, but you know, you know, the, the family won't, yeah, 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 a lot, a lot, a lot of growing up in this in this season. A lot, a lot of gro- a lot of growing up to do. Uh, just like Tiny Rick has has to do periodically, which brings us to, of course, uh, Mister Mister Rick Sanchez. Mister Rick Sanchez. Mister Rick Sanchez. Um, yeah. When we talk about character development, uh, you know, character development's not always a character growing. Uh, sometimes that is just showing us facets of the character that were previously unknown. So I wouldn't say Rick grows at all through the season. Um, and especially leading into season three, if, if that's to be taken at face value, he hasn't grown yeah. <laughs> at all. He hasn't learned any, yeah. any lessons yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, the, the, the darkness that we see in him throughout, I think is, is the, you know, that's a big part of his development. Yeah, it, it just more it it more so than growth. It's more about just that exposure, like we talked about a couple other times, and mm-hmm. and seeing understanding the character a little bit more and what he's been through. And um, yeah, I, Rick, Rick, he 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 does that like two steps forward, two steps back thing. I think where like oh, I think he's he's actually learning to relate to his family, and he's actually maybe bonding a little bit with them. And then all of a sudden you realize, no, he's, he's just pulling the strings to become the patriarch of the family and the universe. <laughs> and he's, he, he had to get his dad out of the picture. Uh, so he collapsed two galactic governments. Uh, you know, that's classic, classic Rick. Cla- classic, classic. Uh, and with that, I want to make Rick's portion the smallest, just, just to see if I can do it. Um, and let's move on to uh, top episodes of the season, Travis. Top episodes. How do you want to do this? You want to bounce back and forth? You want to? You want to go uh, through? No, uh, no. Let's let's just go one by one by one. You hit me with your top three. 
Uh, all right. So the the three episodes that that I picked out of uh, the ten possible. Uh, the first one was Morty Night Run. Uh, I also picked Total Recall, uh, and then Big Trouble in Little Sanchez. Are the, are those in order? Yeah. Uh, I think they are in order. Um, I I think Morty Night Run would be my top uh, of of the of the season. Total Recall. There's there's too many gags and things and crazy <laughs> characters for me to omit it. Uh, and then Big Trouble in Little Sanchez was an episode that I think I overlooked a lot in the past. And and after going through this rewatch, uh, there's a, there's a lot of depth and interesting stuff in that episode that I maybe took for granted. Uh, so it, between the Ricks must be crazy and Big Trouble, I it was, there's a bit of a toss up, and I ended up leaning towards. Uh, Tiny Rick. Um, okay, well, we agree on two of the three. Uh, I I chose I put Total Recall at, at the top, followed by Morty Night Run, and then topped it off with a little bit of the old Wedding Squanchers. Um, yeah, yeah, and and maybe maybe there's a a proximity effect <laughs> with Wedding Squanchers, seeing as we we just <laughs> we just watched it, um, but. Yeah, uh, I just, I just, I just like that 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 episode. J- Jerry's good. There's, I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking about it. I'm like, uh, I don't know if it is, but yeah, I, I wrote it down. I typed it up. I got to stick with it. Wedding squatches is yeah. my number three. Yeah. Well, and and I'm with you. Like it, that is, it is a difficult thing to do because some of these episodes have different things going for them from a technical standpoint, from like an animation difficulty standpoint, uh, I really love the season two premiere because all of the different splits and, and things that they had to do to like animate and reanimate uh, different scenes to, to, to make that possible. I, I'm sure that was a huge uh, like labor intensive thing for the animation crew. And I, I, I respect that, that effort. And I think it is really cool the way that they pull it off. Uh, and then there's, you know, like some B plots and episodes that I really enjoy that maybe the episode as a whole, I'm not crazy about. Well, actually, I mean, I love all the episodes. So that's the other part of it too. Is, <laughs> yeah. It's like, which, which answer is most correct? Uh, yeah, they're, they're all great, I think. And so picking, picking the top three, it was really just a, yeah, yep. That's the one I'm feeling right <laughs> yeah. now. I, I think, I think, I think that'll be the Two, 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 of the, two of the three I felt very confident about, and the third one, you could, you can, you know, it's it's a hot swap. You can just, put whatever just, you want in there. Just throw a dart at the board and see which <laughs> one sticks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those are those are our top three episodes, um, and each one of those episodes has a description from the, on the uh, <laughs> that, that much we, like that, every episode of the season has a description. We 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 started off with the actual bros uh, descriptions. I think maybe like two or three episodes in, so we didn't have all of them. But uh, I wanted to ask Travis, uh, what was maybe actually maybe you wrote this question, but what what is our what is your favorite synopsis? <laughs> your your all right. Rick and Morty so, synopsis. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read you my favorite synopsis, and then I want to know if you can guess the episode based on the synopsis. This this should be like the most low threat quiz ever. Okay. Uh, my favorite is. Rick Don joins in some hijinks in this one, bruh. Beth and Jerry sort out their relationship too, bruh. <laughs> um, God, my 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 brain just dumped all the episode titles. <laughs> uh, uh, it was uh the pilot. Uh, <laughs> it was a uh, uh episodes one through uh thirty. Um, ah, damn it. Uh, well, I mean, I know which what episode it is, and I just can't can't think of what it's called off the top of my head um well, describe it for me any uh t- tiny S- slowly tiny, <laughs> big trouble tiny, tiny big, big trouble big, little big trouble little that's yeah. what that's what threw me it. off because you got it <laughs> the hijinks part got, got me um okay well similarly for you this one should be even easier rick don for rick don forgot to check the oil on this one bruh gotta fix that car on this one bruh uh so checking the oil is the tip uh for me 
I think it's automotively inclined. Uh, so I would probably say, uh, what is it? The the Rex must be crazy. That's right. Is, is yeah. what that episode. That, is that's the one. Uh, the the thing I love about that synopsis is that it, there's no there's no oil checking. Like Rick forgot <laughs> it's to definitely about the battery. Yeah, Rick forgot to check the oil. No, it's it's about the battery. Though. Uh, the other thing I like about that synopsis is, uh, at least in like the DVD uh, recap, you have the, uh, you know, got to fix the car in this one, bruh. And then it also says special guest, Stephen Colbert voicing Zeep Zanflorp. Like it's the only <laughs> one that gets serious at the end oh. because maybe he was contractually obligated to, to say Stephen Colbert was it. Maybe, maybe, maybe so, <laughs> maybe so. Uh, so those are our favorite synopsis synopses. Send us your favorites. Let us know what you think. Send Yay. us your favorite. Uh, somebody call to action. Uh, uh, best returning characters. Let's go. <laughs> quick, quick round. Bird person. Squanch. Squanch. Gearhead. Pretty much the only returning characters. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Beth, Jerry, Summer, Morty. Uh, best one shot characters. Travis, go. Uh, as we just talked about, Zeep Zamflorp, he, he's classic. Unity, she's also classic, and she is you, listeners. Yes. I, we had to, we had to throw in Unity because we we love Unity. We love and 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 thank you for listening, Unity. We love Unity, and and I don't think we've called Unity you Unity in a long time. So thank you. It's Unity, been a while for listening. It's been a while. We got we gotta we gotta get back into that. We gotta gotta bring it. Crumbopulous, uh, Michael. Oh, K. Michael, the short-lived K. Michael, the discreet assassin, uh, still, still a fan favorite. Love him, love him. And then finally, I, I, I threw this in there, uh, honorable mention because he was he was in season two and he was only in season two. Honorable mention, Mister Poopy Butthole. Uh, he was in he was in the post credits for the season two finale. So would you? So I, I still consider him kind of a one shot. As as far as season he, two, he's is a one shot that grows into he's he's in this weird existence where he's in only one episode as part of the episode, and then he exists as like a vessel for the viewer, a conduit <laughs> yeah. into the the greater great. experience that is Rick and Morty. That's a great way of putting it, uh, which is which is how we experience him uh, for the rest of the the series so far. Uh, other than that one time he apparently proposed to Morty, <laughs> featured this month on the Rick and Morty calendar. That is absolutely right. Ooh, uh, on my whiteboard Ooh. on my on my whiteboard at work, I have the calendar, and then right next to it, I drew a picture. I I, I drew the picture of Morty holding his hand out to propose. <laughs> and I wish I could have taken a picture of it, but I can't take my phone in there, so. <laughs> Um, uh, all right let's uh we're, we, it's almost time to wrap up the main thing but we have uh just a couple of favorite bits to go over uh what was one of your i mean we covered favorite bits uh throughout each of the episodes yeah. but any that stand out uh for the season brandon is there anything that that's sticking with you uh as as a season two favorite bit favorite bit uh, I I I love Coach Ferratu. I love that little that little <laughs> throw it with Ryan Ridley. Um, all the interdimensional cable two stuff. Even though Riddles doesn't <laughs> thinks it's a shitty episode, there's still a lot of funny stuff in there. Um, oh yeah, definitely. And then uh, mainly is surprisingly how funny I found Jerry this time around, L- listening <laughs> to him more and not just kind of. Instantly dismissing the stuff, um, and all. Uh, anytime Rick says Jerry, <laughs> what do you know about friendship, Jerry? Jerry. Uh, some of my favorite bits. Uh, I mentioned this earlier, but in in the uh, season two premiere, where all of the uh, timelines are splitting and and, and changing, I, I I really liked that bit. Uh, blips and shit. Uh, I, I grew up going to arcades. I, I still love games and, and VR and things like that. So, um, blips and chits just seems like a place that I could definitely waste, uh, a whole day of schmeckles or, <laughs> or whatever. Um, yeah. And then, uh, some of the music, the music in this, uh, season was, was pretty outstanding. So obviously you've got the, uh, planet music episode where, 
you know, you get Swifty and all, the, uh, all these different things. You got, yeah, yeah. you got Tiny Rick. <laughs> hey, Tiny Rick's going to play guitar. Uh, so a lot, a lot of great music. But- uh, in this season, the, cr- well. the Cromulons on the on the Rick and Morty soundtrack, whenever they're doing the Get Swifty and it's a Get Swifty remix, and and there's in the background like, yeah, Get Swifty MC. And <laughs> um, I, I I wanted to go back real quick and just say we forgot a huge best one shot character fart, obviously. Is oh his, yeah, Jermaine Clement. Yeah, I think is old Jermaine. Um, Jermaine. So I just want to put that out there. We can be one together. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, that is our season two recap. Uh, Hopefully you guys had as much fun as we did going back over all of season two. So fun. Uh, So much fun. Totes fun, guys. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, next week I'm really, uh, or next week, next episode, I'm really looking forward to uh, digging a little bit deeper into some of the things that we didn't talk about. Um, So if there's anything that we missed from this season, or just the series at large or something that you you really want us to discuss, uh, keep sending us those those questions. Uh, I, I'm really trying to get uh, Brandon on board with an Evil Morty episode, so so look for that uh, pretty soon. Uh, I, I, think, I think I've got him convinced. <laughs> you, you say that as if we've been having arguments for weeks and weeks, so be like, I'm not, Let's not air our dirty laundry am, on the podcast. I am not doing an Evil Morty episode. I I told I, so help me if you don't do an Evil Morty episode. I told you this day one of the podcast. If you make me do an Evil, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it went down like this. Hey, you want to do an Evil Morty episode? Yeah, sure, we could do that. <laughs> that yeah yeah that's that's yep that's pretty much it's almost like you exactly. you just recorded our conversation. Yeah. Wait, I did. Uh, all right. It's now time for listener suggestions and short outs. Uh, thank you to everybody that continues to follow us on social media, interact with us on the regular. Uh, I especially like some of the uh, quips and, and, and comments on the uh, random no context Morty oh, photos yeah. that, that, that are sent out on our uh, different social media streams. Uh, I do want to thank uh, some uh, of the listeners who followed along on Twitch tonight, uh, Mr. Dom Cobb is mm. is in the chat tonight, and uh, we were talking about comics a little bit. I, th- I think we'll be uh, dedicating some future episodes to comics uh, and, and going a little bit deeper with those. But uh, Dom Cobb asks uh, where one can find these comics, and uh, I think that your local comic shop is always the first spot. Uh, to to check uh, for for comics support, support local those, support shop. those local comic shops. Uh, but if they don't have the issues you're looking for, uh, there's plenty of other places you can get them. Uh, trade paperbacks are continuing to come out for uh, collections of the comics. So if if you're not wanting to buy them in single issues, there's uh, some great collections for the comics, including like large uh, hardcover collections of I think like the first like 15 comics oh, yeah. are out there. You can find those at local bookstores or online, you know, Amazon, eBay, those sorts of things. So, uh, but yeah, go read some comics. They definitely help fill that void <laughs> that that the missing episodes are are lacking. Yep, yep. So, so you have you have look forward to the Rick and Morty main series. You have the the one shots. Uh, I've talked about them before, like Vindicators, Pickle Rick. Uh, still don't recommend uh, Sleepy Gary, Caropulous Michael. And then you have Pocket Like You Stole It, the Pocket Morty's themed comic. And then, as I mentioned here on this episode, the Little Poopy Superstar with Summer and Mr. Poopy Butthole. And you find out where Mr. Poopy Butthole comes from. Yeah. Hint, so it's many... not a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good to know, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much uh, for, for listening. Thank you for continuing to engage with with the podcast uh we love making this podcast and we love that um you are listening to it if you have not gotten a chance yet uh to rate or review the podcast uh, we would love it if you could do that head over to apple podcasts and leave a review uh it really helps to promote the show and, and help people find it over on apple podcasts and yeah if you if you haven't uh seen the video versions of our episodes uh we or we're keeping them up on Twitch. So if, if you can't make it to uh, a live viewing, then uh, head over to Twitch and you can watch a video version 
uh, of the podcast over on, on the Apathetic Enthusiasm Twitch channel. So, uh, yeah, go check that out and see our faces while we make up weird songs <laughs> and stuff. Chiggity, chiggity, check it. Chiggity, check it out. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, I want to say... Uh, Thank you to everyone who listens. Uh, Travis, you did that already, but I want to also say thank you to everyone. They might think that you're not as grateful if you don't <laughs> thank them. So yeah, I know. It's I'm important so, that you get that out. I'm so bad at saying thank you to people <laughs> and trying to just really shower them with my appreciation. Uh, but I can say that if if I had an appreciation shower... Oh, I would just I would just spray the shit out of each and every one of you. My appreciation bill would be so high. Oh man, you'd have to take out a second mortgage to pay that. I know, I know. Appreciation I, bill. I'd have to I'd have to set like the 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 timer to just do like appreciation on Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday at five in the evening when it's not too hot. Um, yeah, based on like your local appreciation consumption. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a homeowner, so <laughs> this is how I think of in terms. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. I think that is our show. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I am Brandon. We'll see you later. Bye. Go go vote for nursery crimes on my roadcast. Appreciation spray.